0: Thank you for listening to the Grace Harvest Church podcast. For more information, go to graceharvestchurch.org.
1: Ah, it's good to see you guys. Thank you for yes, joining me up here. Hello, hello. Good morning. Well, kind of my, uh, my first question for you guys um, Waymaker Conference. Um, h- how did that um, that thought start? Why did you choose Waymaker? And uh, kind of just kind of give us a little background of what happened at the conference.
0: Yeah, it was just, it's been so cool over the last few months, just the way that God has pieced together this conference and just seeing it all play out and knowing that it was nothing but God that like gave us the theme Waymaker and seeing it like play out. So, Back in January, February is probably when Rach and I like first started talking about the idea of doing a women's conference this fall, and then just trying to think of a theme that would f- be like multi-generational, which is kind of hard, you know, thinking through that and trying to get a theme that would fit all the different demographics that we have, because we want everyone to be able to encounter Jesus and to get something and to receive something throughout the weekend. And so, um, it was super kind of random, but on social media, I had been praying for a few months you know God just give me give me a word give me something or a theme or whatever it was for the weekend and on social media I saw this t-shirt that was being made and it had a rainbow on the on as the background and then it said Waymaker, miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness and we sung that song this morning I'm sure you guys know that song and it was just like instantly hit home for, for, for me and I felt like God just said it needs to be Waymaker conference. And I was like, okay. And so I remember Rachel and I got dinner and I told her that. And she was like, yes, absolutely. Like, that's it. And then um, COVID hit. And so we were like, oh, are we going to be able to do the conference? We didn't know how it was all going to play out and work. And then when we were able to go through with the conference, everything fell into place. It was just so cool. Just seeing uh, just what God's been doing over the last few months and how much all of us needed this conference. We needed to be refreshed. We needed to encounter encounter Jesus and just hearing different women's perspectives and journeys and just seeing like God needs to make
2: a way on behalf of his people and he is. And so, yeah, it was just really cool. And I love how the Lord spoke the theme of Waymaker even before COVID hit. That's, yes. We really felt that before and how in this year, oh, how we have needed him as our Waymaker, right? It's Talk about a year that we 've walked through, and just in that process of all the months of um, preparation and planning and praying and just listening to the Lord waiting on the Lord and just seeing him piece it together and really direct um, even to all the details, like the beautiful decorations, um, like all the details, just how it all tied together, just so felt directed by the Spirit of God, and it was it was honestly so. Humbling and just so powerful feeling to be a part of that, to yes. be to see what God is doing um, in our church. So,
1: um, Rachel, kind of like um, jumping off of that, what was one of the highlights of either the Friday or Saturday night?
2: There were so many. Oh my goodness! Like all of it. Um, if I had to pick one, I would say that. So our, our guest speaker was Kirsten Jones from Portland, Oregon, and she is dynamite. She's dynamite, just a powerhouse for the Lord. And um, on Friday night, one of the things that she was talking about was the pressure seasons that we go through and how it's really normal. And I so identify with this. It's so natural to despise those pressure seasons, those seasons of discomfort, those seasons of... Um, suffering and how it's easy to almost pray it away and like, oh, this isn't, I shouldn't be in this right now, but really how in that we're really missing the purpose of the pressure. And um, she, and just, she was saying about how the rich working of the Lord happens in those crushing seasons. And she likened it to the parallel of how olive oil is made. And this was so fascinating to me because I'd never heard this before, but she was um, explaining that with olive oil, that there is just a a crushing that happens with those olives, just intense pressure, intense pressure that creates that oil. And I, that just so struck me. And I last night went online and looked up um, videos, documentaries on how olive oil is made, because I was like, I want to see this. I want to see this. And watching it, it was, it just blew me away. There was these big granite wheels that were turning on the, on the olives and crushing, 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 crushing. And then it it wasn't done there though. Then they took that paste that was made, they put it on these wheels and then they stacked these wheels up. And then there was this machine that pushed on all those wheels all together. And then you could see out of the sides this oil that was coming out, and even it was just a documentary, but I so felt so impacted by the Holy Spirit in that, and it so spoke to me of my own life, of times that I have, you know, in those pressure seasons, it's not fun, but how the Lord is doing such a work, and we, how we can't be made more like Jesus without that pressure, and that it's in that pressure that he's not only working those things out of our lives that really needs to be worked out, but also it's releasing that fragrant oil of his presence in our life, and his endurance, and his strength, and just um, that refining fire that we go through. So that, I think, one was one of the biggest things that impacted me, and I think met a lot of people, too, that heard it. So,
1: Wow, that's beautiful. What about you, Alyssa? What was a highlight of this last Friday or Saturday for you?
0: Um, I think probably just that first night that we were all together, I think it was just so incredible after being apart for so long and just seeing all the women come together under one roof under one house and just, you could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit that night. There was this moment when the band was, when we were worshiping together and the band fell silent and you could just hear all of our voices in the room and it was so beautiful and you could just sense that Jesus was in our midst, and then that night, um, it was super powerful just seeing that word, like, resonate with so many women here, and Kirsten did an altar call for um, anybody that encountered Jesus, wanted to accept Jesus into their life for the first time, or renew that, and we had six women raise their hands, which is just incredible, right? People encountering Jesus for the first time, and then even after that, she did another altar call for just that word that Rachel was sharing. And women all over the room were raising their hands and encountering Jesus and letting that Holy Spirit just come feel refresh, And our hearts were just, like, overflowing. Rachel and I couldn't sleep that night because we were just, like, so excited and just so ready for more for the next morning.
1: Amazing. Um, kind of in that same vein, um, I'm actually going to have a testimony come on up. And uh, So, Tira, could you come join us? Uh, Tira, uh, you guys want to put your hands together for her. Tira has been in our, in our church for a, uh, a few years now, maybe two years, and helps out with youth ministry and obviously does an awesome job doing music. Um, what was about? What was a testimony from this weekend? Um, maybe a, a moment that you encountered the Lord or something powerful that kind of you took away?
3: Yeah. So I got to have a completely. Well, not completely, but a really different experience with the conference, being a part of the worship team um, and helping out for all three worship sets. Um, The week building up, I was I was super nervous and I um, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like nine songs I have to practice and memorize. And um, I was like, I'm going to screw up. I'm going to I'm going to mess this conference up like worship's not going to be good because I'm going to play the wrong notes. I'm going to sing, sing the wrong words, hit the whatever. I was just going on and on and on. And one morning in my quiet time, I was sitting there, and the Lord, I was just like, God, I just, I want you to speak to me. Like, whatever you want to tell me, I just want you to speak to me. And I sat there, and he said, Tira, your voice is powerful. It has power to break chains. It has the power to break down walls. Like, when you get up on that stage, stop worrying about being perfect. Stop worrying about hitting the right notes and and doing quote-unquote good. Like when you get up there, they don't care. The People that are, that are worshiping with you, they don't care if you're good. They just want your spirit. They want, your, they want you to be authentic. They want you to just surrender to me so I can move through you to them. Because when you're focused on being perfect and good, I can't move through you. And so I just, I, I wept that morning and I was like, okay, God, like I'm still really nervous. But okay. And Friday night, like my legs were shaking the whole time. I like my heart was beaten. But it was just the most beautiful thing to just be surrendered and be like, okay, God, like this is for you. Like I'm just gonna worship you and I'm I'm not gonna focus on the the women around me because like it's just me and you right now. And and there was a point when I I I just kind of stopped and I listened. And I listened to the voices of the women, like what you were saying, Alyssa, and just hearing like the unity too and When God spoke to me that morning was like your voice is gonna your voice breaks chains Tiara it breaks down walls like I I felt that power amongst the women like it wasn't just me it was every voice that was lifted up was breaking down chains was breaking down walls and it was so encouraging to just hear that and and now I'm rambling so that's what I got
0: (laughs) so so good so good
1: put your hands together thank you Tiara for sharing that. I think it's just always, it's always an amazing thing to watch people do what they're called to do. Yeah, absolutely. Another question, um, maybe for you, Alyssa. What do you think some of the women um, that attended the conference, what do you think they took home with them? That they had an experience here, maybe the Lord spoke to them or maybe impacted them. What did they take back to their house, back to their workplace, back to their family?
0: Um, as I was just thinking about this, there was an overwhelming theme on Saturday um, from the morning. So in the morning session, we got to hear four different testimonies. And it was, for one, it was just so impactful to hear from different women in the house and them being willing to be vulnerable and honest and share just some Just a testimony of their life and really get real. And there's so much freedom when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And it allows you and me to feel like we're not alone in this life. You know, that other other people are going through hard things. And just to be able to see their victory on the other side of it is so powerful. And to just know, like, for you guys, like, victory is waiting for you. Victory is on the other side of this. And so we had one woman that was sharing on Waymaker and how God made a way in her marriage when she thought there was going to be no way. And then we had another woman that talked about her grandson and granddaughter that have these diagnoses. And They haven't seen the miracle in completion yet, but that miracle's in process, you know? And then we had someone else just share some hard circumstances that have gone on in her life and just seeing how God just continued to come after her and call after her and how God was the light in her darkness. And through all of these testimonies, you just saw that God's answer wasn't immediate in their life. You know, sometimes that happens and it's amazing. And you know, that miracle or whatever it is, it's instantaneous. But a lot of the times it's not. Not. And for them, it was years or days of waiting for God to answer their heart cry. And then, on the other side, of it, you get you were able to hear those stories of victory, and just to encourage you guys that like victory is waiting for you. And then that morning, um, or I guess that last session, Kirsten was sharing about the story of Hannah and how Hannah waited years to bear a child, and. That was just her heart cry, and it was several years in waiting, but she had faith for that promise. And it's like, do you guys hear this morning, do you have faith for your promise? Like, what have you been waiting for? Like, Jesus is still on the move. He still sees you. And um, at the end of it, she was talking about how God met Hannah, and he told her that he was going to bring her a child. and And she worshiped in that moment before her circumstance changed. And then at the end of it, it says she went home different. And it didn't say that she went home pregnant or with a child. It said she encountered Jesus and she went home different. And so just to encourage you guys this morning that keep on praying. Keep on persevering. You know, maybe you're praying for a miracle. Maybe you're having a like a health diagnosis or a crisis in your marriage, or maybe you need a job, or if finances are hard, or you feel lonely, or you have anxiety, or whatever it is, and you're getting frustrated with the timing of God. Right? That can be so difficult. But just to know that He's working all around you. You don't know His timing, and you don't know that maybe this prayer at this time is going to be the answer. You don't know when that's going to be, right? But to have faith for that promise.
1: What about, uh, what about you, Rach? What do you think some of the ladies kind of took home with them mm. from this weekend?
2: Oh, my goodness. I think that there was such a sense of unity. And I feel like after this year, I mean, having to quarantine, having to social distance, not being able to be together in this building, um, just how much our, our year, our world has been rocked. And I feel like there was just such an infilling of such strength and such um, just the Lord meeting us so deeply where we have really needed it this year. And I feel like almost just like as unity as a whole, that even on like on that first night with that, I think Alyssa touched on it, but yeah, when worship started, just feeling almost the roar of all of the women's voices was so... um, Oh, it was just, it was sacred. It was so, there's just no words for it. And I think that we, as women, we really needed this this weekend really, really desperately. And I feel like, like with Hannah, that everyone really went home different. I think that there was just such a shifting and such a faith building that even though, yeah, some of us have not seen those promises fulfilled, there still is that pressure, there still is those circumstances happening, but just that perspective shift of the good God that we serve, and that we are not alone, and that we are not on this road alone, that the Holy Spirit is our helper and with us through every step of this path, and I just feel like there was just a, a real um, perspective shift of this, that how, how we can so trust the Lord, so trust the Lord, and Yeah.
1: Wow. Lord is moving. Amen? Amen. Um, I'm going to have the next testimony come up. Uh, Jill, you want to join us up here? You guys want to put your hands together for Jill Stone?
2: Oh, there we go. There we go. I got it.
1: Jill, uh, what was kind of your experience of this weekend, or did the Lord speak to you, or how did that look?
4: It was all so amazing. They're just... We could preach sermons that. about it, right? Right, really, <laughs> yes. Um, but he really, really, I think, touched everybody. And the thing I think is so amazing about this body of believers here is that we're multi-generational, which is really healthy because um, we as women need to minister to each other and be ministered to by each other no matter what our age or our experience or what's going on. And that really happened at a time when because of COVID and the 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 seemingly unendingness of that unknown, um, we really needed this. And I didn't think I was going to be here. So it was like, I was. And it, it ended up just being such a blessing. Um, and um, the Holy Spirit moved like crazy in my life. And, and one of the things the speaker said early was um, about how in Old Testament times, people were commanded to do good. And we all know where that went. And in New Testament times, we're enabled to do good. And how? Where's that power? You know, and I was saved at 16 after being, you know, growing up in a, in a Christian home, but not ever really having the gospel explained clearly. It was just so generalized. And then um, I never learned where the power came from or that there was power. I was on my own making my own way. And... Um, I did that a long time. And then um, in my 60s, I ended up at Grace Harvest. And that's not been quite two years ago. And um, now I know about that second blessing, about where the power comes from, and it's a whole different life. And um, the story of Hannah, for one thing, setting it a little on my own later, I'm so glad that we don't have sister wives to have to contend with. We have evil people around us that are still nitpicking and tormenting us and taunting us Um, and that's not ever going to go away but we have power and we have a focus and that's Jesus Um, she knew where to take her heart who to go to and that was God, that was Jesus Um, she took him at his word, you know when Eli spoke to her she believed it and she went on with her life glowing and happy when she'd been so forlorn before and her husband had seen how down You know, she was, and the promise hadn't been met yet. It hadn't shown up, but wow, um, it changed her. And this changed me because, I mean, I know the Holy Spirit worked in my life, all my life, even when I was trying on my own, but this weekend, I was aware, very, very aware of the way he was pursuing me or she, the, the Holy Spirit, pursuing me, pursuing us as a group and I have never felt anything so powerful. It was just totally amazing. That's
1: awesome. so. Amazing. You guys want to put your hands together? Thank you, Jill. Thank you. Kind of for my um, final question, um, we think of the, the, the phrase waymaker, um, that the Lord made a way where it doesn't seem like there's any way, where there's a verse in, um, in the Old Testament about streams in the desert. Just something that would happen. This, it just, it just would never happen, and the Lord does that in people's lives. Um, did you see that type of thing play out in the lives of women, or how did that play out in the lives of women? About the Lord making a way for people.
2: One moment that stuck out for me with that was um, we had breakout sessions on Saturday, and uh, as I was leaving my session and heading to lunch and walking through Deline's session and. I tell you what, it was the power and presence of God. She was in this room. It was so, it was so powerful as I walked through. And I just looked and I saw so many people getting prayed for, just crying everywhere, and just seeing how. God was so meeting everyone individually where they're at in the way that they were needing that way maker, in the way that they were needing that answer, that leading, and just seeing how he showed up above and beyond. I mean, we prayed big for this conference. We prayed real big for this conference and seeing God blew it out of the blew it out of the water, blew it out. It was just so phenomenal seeing um, how individually he met each person there and I just I want to hear all the stories because it was it was so powerful
0: absolutely I think for me um it was just little pieces all weekend long and just knowing watching women encounter Jesus and being filled with the Holy Spirit and realizing like okay what we were hearing from God is what they're hearing from God and just knowing, like seeing it all come together and come full circle and realizing that like he is our way maker. He is our miracle worker and just really being able to instill those truths throughout the weekend so that when they go home, when life comes at them again, you know, um, that they can fall back on those truths and proclaim that, you know, proclaim that over their situation and over their life and over their marriage and over their kids. And because, you know, the enemy can come at us hard, right? And just believing when you guys leave this room and that God's voice, God's truths would be louder and more prevalent than the enemy's and that there's so much power that we're in this together, you know, that we're not in this life alone. And just seeing that play out was just so well for my heart.
1: Um, let's, uh, let's get our last uh, testimony up here. Um, Heather Geblin, you want to come on up here? Put your hands together for Heather. <laughs> Heather is one of the women at the church that um, runs the cafe. So you can say hallelujah. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. It's
5: true, Lord's work right uh, there. No, <laughs> feeding uh, your all diction. No. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> My pleasure. Uh,
1: Heather, um, kind of tell us a little bit, kind of your uh, your experience from this weekend.
5: Okay. Um, so yeah, I was completely blessed this whole weekend. Um, coming into it, just the fellowship with. All of the ladies there and worship was just so needed. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, Lord, I just want to be refreshed. I want to be renewed. I want to meet you there. And um, he did all those things. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks, God. I was like, I think I wanted more. And um, it was about the last 30 minutes of the last session on Saturday. And God just brought back to memory something that happened um, about 20 years ago. And um, Kirsten was up here, and she was at the end of her session and just kind of praying. And um, she said, it's time. And I just stopped at those words and I remembered back to a time where I was at home, and my mom was the only one else in the house, and I was sitting at my piano playing, and I heard this audible man's voice say, it's time. And I remembered looking for my mom and asking, did you say something? And she said, no. And I knew it was the Lord. and. Um, I was like, okay, Lord, it's it's time. It's time for what? And um, it was always just kind of at the back of my mind throughout the years, and um, nothing ever really came to fruition with that. And yesterday she said that, and she said, it's time. Take whatever you've put into that box. Just break those walls down, and it's it's time to... Break those walls, and I was like, "Okay, Lord, what have I what what have I put in a box? Have I put you in a box? Have I put my calling in a box?" And He told me, "He goes, you put you in the box. It's time to get out." And um, I was like, "Okay, Lord, use me." And um, you know, I just surrendered that to Him and um, just. I want to challenge all of you and encourage all of you. If you feel that God is wanting to use you, God's placed a calling on your life, whatever that gifting is, whatever that is, just allow God to break those walls down, and he's going to use you, and he's going to bless you. And I just pray for all of you that God would just pour his Holy Spirit out on you because it's good.
1: Thank you, Heather. You're awesome. Kind of any uh, any final encouragement or anything for the church?
0: I think just not to give up on the promises of God. That He is so He's so faithful and He is so good to us, and He has shown His goodness over and over ago and over again in my life. And I know He is doing that in your guys' life. And to not lose hope. You know, we have so much hope in Jesus and that your situation is not too far gone. You don't know when that promise, that that miracle is going to show up in your life, that God has not forgotten about you, that he sees you in your time of need, that He's fighting on your behalf, that your miracle is in motion, that the Waymaker, he is gonna part those waters, he is gonna make a way in your situation, in your life, that he sees you, that he is for you. And I'm just excited. I'm excited to see that play out in the women that encountered this last weekend, and I'm excited to, for it to play out in each one of your life. It's gonna be good, friends.
1: Ditto. So good, so good. Uh, Put your hands together for these these wonderful ladies.
4: Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you, Rach.